And now, from the basement from hell, the game show where there are absolutely no winners, employee number one, the Industrial Accident Podcast. Hey, mister, can little kids listen to this program? Fuck no there, Junior. This show's for adults only. Hello and welcome to employee number one, the Industrial Accident Podcast. Our first contestant is... My name is Car Los. I'm a professional jug blower. I de-invented the light bulb. I'm playing for my favorite charity, Tent Removal for the Homeless. God bless our homeless. That's and you, sir? Uh, yes, my name is Ejaculate. I'm a professional finger painter and window licker. An interesting fact about me, I was once lost in a drive through car wash for two days. Was it one of the uh, self-serve ones, or did they have like the attendees that do like every step of the way? Attendees, that was the scary part. It had attendees, for real. <laughs> lost. Gone. And I am playing for the foundation to put warning stickers on everything. Like the car wash door? Everything. Zippers? Everything. Doorknobs. We, we will tattoo children at birth with warning labels right on them. Warning, this thing will waste money. And puke. Oh, yeah. I'm Buffalo Bill. Let's put the lotion on our skin and put it in the fucking basket. Uh, there's been quite a drama behind the scenes regarding wheel noises and flipping coins. Tonight, we have a dartboard. So I'm going to turn my back. Each of you grab a colored dart. And when I say throw, throw. What if I don't hit the board? Throw! I think I missed. Who had the pink dart? Me. Figures. Mr. Pink. Toxic vapors. I got the vapors. Toxic vapors. At 9.30 a.m. on December 16th, 2021, not that long ago, no. an employee was preparing chemical solutions and spray bottles for the day's round of cleaning a hotel. Oh, God, did he make some ammonia and bleach? I don't know. I'm looking at Mr. Jack Ulate. The employee mixed chlorine bleach with ammonia to fill a bottle, <laughs> yeah. and it generated an ammonium chloride release. <laughs> See? A warning label could have prevented this. <laughs> the employee was exposed to the resultant toxic vapors and experienced difficulty breathing and severe coughing, requiring medical treatment without hospitalization. No fines, no penalties. Why not? Oh, fuck. That gives you, Car. You get to pick the next category. You don't even know what the categories are, so I'll pick it for you. What about, <laughs> what about the darts? Oh, you want that, was dart? go, that was just to go first. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think we got that many dart sound effects in actuality. <laughs> flash. I, I can't even think of one. <laughs> this category is Flash. At 8.30 p.m. on November 13th, 2019, that wasn't that long ago, an employee was taking a break in an attic space that had been converted into a break room for employees at a nail salon. The employee was caught in the break room when a co-worker who was retired... Wait a minute. Okay, more spelling errors. The employee was caught in the break room when a co-worker who was retrieving a gal, un, of acetone from a shelf that was located above a hot dryer. Oh, God. <laughs> the bottle slipped from her hands and caused a flash fire when the acetone spilled onto the hot dryer. How and hot was that dryer? Hot enough. Pretty hot. The employee could not get out of the break room as the exit was blocked off by flames. Ooh. 
The employee was killed. Oh. And you, sir, drew a goddamn snake eyes on that. No fines, no penalties. Probably because it didn't happen all that long ago. Okay, back to what the dark. What was the date on that one again? Uh, November 13th, 2019. Oh. Hmm. So it was longer than the first one also. What was longer? Well, it was a lengthier and for still no fines on it. Oh. Maybe that's why there was no you know, More time has elapsed. Yes, that's the one. All right, yep. Thank you Christ. for correcting me. Uh, how, how about you talking to the uh, microphone over there? I'm leaning over to get my vape. Shut the fuck up, dick. Yeah, suck car. the digital hookah. <laughs> well, we're back to the dartboard, gentlemen. You know the drill. I turn my back. You pick a dart and throw. Three, two, one. Send it. Neither of you hit the fucking board. Let's try that again. Pick a different color dart. Why do we have to change colored darts? Because the other ones are stuck in the wall. You can't walk the 20 feet no. to grab them? We don't have time for that. You don't have time for Throw that. Throw your darts. Orange. Orange dart. Hit the nine ring. I think that was me. Barely. Eh, it was probably you. Fuel truck flying chain. Are you ready? I'm ready. Buckle up. On September 24th, 2002... Employee number one pulled a company fuel truck that was stuck in a ditch with a wrecker truck equipped with a winch. That's almost a Dr. Seuss fucking book right there. <laughs> Employee number two, who operated a wrecker truck also equipped with a winch, first stabilized the fuel truck. Employee number two pulled from the side of the fuel truck until it became level, at which time employee two... <laughs> at which time employee number two stopped pulling. This just reminds me of a date. Then employee number one, who operated the larger wrecker, <laughs> pulled with his winch. Paying attention, Jack? Mm. Every word. Hanging on every word. Employee, employee number one pulled the... winching. Employee number one pulled the fuel truck, which moved one. approximately two feet forward. When the chain broke at the end by the tow hook. At the time of the accident, the chain went flying approximately 50 feet. When it struck employee number one in the face and head, knocking him into the ditch. Ooh. Oh, I hate these. Yeah, I don't like the chain. I don't like chains now. No. The safety director for the company, who stood between the two wreckers and directed the operation, was the first to reach employee number one. Why was the safety director right in the middle, and how, he, how did he escape unscathed? Safety director. Yeah, he probably stood behind employee well, he probably number had one. A, yeah. He had a green vest on. Stand in front of me. <laughs> I mean, it's supervised. Whatever you do, don't do yet that. Employee number one laid on his back underwater due to heavy rains that filled the ditch. Ooh. The safety director immediately lifted employee number one's head and put it in his pocket. He picked it up with an ice cream scoop. Um, immediately lifted employee number one's head and saw a severe head injury with a large amount of blood on his face. So he quickly turned into Jacqueline Kennedy and began stuffing it all back in. <laughs> Ooh. The victim was conscious, but was having difficulty breathing. Probably because he was, uh... Drowning in blood and fucking rainwater. Yeah. And a telephone call was made to emergency medical services, and a helicopter arrived in approximately 15 minutes. Employee number one was attended to by paramedics and flown to a shock trauma unit at the University of Maryland Medical Center in Baltimore, Maryland. The injured employee died three weeks later because of his injuries. Oh. I thought you were going to say that the, like, safety director... Passed out from after seeing the blood. The oh, safety director probably got fucking promoted. That's fair. Payroll savings. Okay, we have a penalty this time. An initial penalty, which was drastically reduced to the current penalty. 
Carr, this was your throw? Yes, sir. Was the initial penalty $3,700 or $3,500? $3,700. Okay, you're wrong. Um, Jack, is the current penalty $750 or was it reduced to $500? $750. You both lose. Next. We can't both be wrong. I think you're cheating. You can both be wrong because I asked you both different questions. And so you have far, no, each no, of you, seems like each of you got the questions you know, wrong. I think Buffalo uh, Bill there is fucked. Hey, maybe you guys ought to form a fucking uh, union or something. <coughs> because neither of you magnificent bastards won anything. We're back to the dartboard to pick who throws next or who goes next. Pick up your darts and fling them. Black dart. Wow, almost a bullseye. That would be me. Oh, Jack. Black Jack Dart. Your category, Slaughterhouse. We may have already done this one. Possibly. Employee number one, an USDA meat inspector, was standing in the... (laughs) Did Jeremy Clarkson write this? He's expecting his meat. meat. Was standing in the hang room (laughs) of a meat processing plant. When the fragment of a bullet from a 22 caliber rifle that was being used to slaughter pigs in the kill pin passed through a small crack between the rolling metal door and the door jam. That's like some Final Destination type shit. Yeah. Also, don't shit. they have like the... Uh... I'll tell you that captive bolt deal. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. The kushunk. Well, the fragment traveled approximately 20 feet inside the hang room and struck employee number one on the side of her nose. Oh, it's a tomato. She completed her shift, God bless her, and went to the local hospital that evening to have the bullet fragment removed. That's a tough bitch. Yeah. Like, straight up, man. Did she get a nose piercing afterwards, like right where the hole was? Let's read on and find out. Employee number one was told at the emergency room that the bullet must be surgically removed, and it was suggested she make an appointment for the next day. Surgery was performed on December 7th, 1996, a day that will live in infamy. After the operation, employee number one was wheeled into the recovery and left alone for about 10 minutes. When the nurse returned, employee number one was found dead. The cause of death had not been determined. Blood poisoning? Jesus. No fines, no penalties. Boy, you guys are really... We've scraped the bottom barrel for contestants this time. If it weren't for bad luck, you wouldn't have any bad luck. Shouldn't that go more as an industrial accident toward the hospital in actuality? Ooh, good point. Yeah? I mean, you know... The bullet didn't kill her. No. Immediately. No. Immediately. I don't it think... It shot her in the nose. Well, obviously it couldn't have been too bad. She finished her shift at work, and then yeah. she had to come back the next day to get it yeah. taken care of. But ten minutes alone. Alone in the recovery room. So that seems like more of an industrial accident towards the hospital in this company. Yeah, maybe she, maybe they put her face in a cast or something and didn't give her a snorkel. <laughs> yeah, this seems like a... They probably just gave her too much anesthesia. That was her name, Anesthesia. <laughs> Anesthesia. Is, is that the Russian princess? She was a Roman princess. Yeah, Russian. That's right. <laughs> the meat inspector. The meat inspector. <laughs> of course, it was a woman. Yeah, not necessarily. She was in the hang room. The hung room. Back to the dartboard we go. Okay, gentlemen. Stand up, square off, and throw your darts. Can I throw underhand? Just throw your dart. By God, I've never seen this happen. 
the green dart wins, but it's the fin sticking into the dartboard with the needle pointing at the audience. <laughs> Who would be angry enough to throw a green dart that hard? I mean, I was throwing an underhand. True story. Car. Your category kind, sir, is cop claw trimming. What? Cop claw trimming. Is I trying to? Is a cop trying to like trim a cat's claws or? Pretty much. No, it's like that cop in Tennessee. So when you're fisting that bitch, you don't fucking scratch the inside. <laughs> Good thinking. Uh, we're gonna skip this one. There's no fines or penalties. This story may make a reappearance at some point. I just can't keep doing this to you folks, but there's nothing to win. There's everything to win. Your category, your fallback category, that does have fines and penalties. Male man. M-A-L-E or M-A-I-L? M-A-I-L, man. They say it is one word. Mailman. Mailman. On May 25th, 2010, employee number one, a mailman. No, he was a postal carrier for the U.S. Postal Service in Oceanside, California. Received head injuries related to a dog attack that occurred while (laughs) delivering mail. Well, God, this got predictable quick. An eyewitness to the event said that, quote, He heard some kind of scream and looked up and saw a big, dark-colored dog barking and chasing employee number one. I bet he said that. The dog was able to catch up to employee number one. They didn't put an end quote, so I don't know if this is still the quote. Well, no shit. What year was this? Uh, June 3rd, 2010. No, May 25th, 2010. I don't know why it gave us two dates. Oh, and doesn't the guy that normally does this read some kind of number at the beginning? Normally, but... So people at home can look it up? As if anyone actually looks it up. You know what's black and brown and looks good on a lawyer? Doberman? Yeah. An adult Rottweiler dog was found near employee number one when he was found in the street. The dog's owner was the second person on scene. Owner number one. The dog owner reportedly came out of his house and took the dog back across the street and into the house. The dog owner returned to the scene and tried to revive employee number one. Oh, shit, the guy died? Employee number one was placed in a medically induced coma to control cerebral swelling. However, efforts to treat him were unsuccessful. The cause of death was intracranial hemorrhaging and progressive brain damage as a result of the head injury suffered May 25th, 2010. Was it fucking, like, gnawing on his skull or what? Trauma just means that, like, he just hit the ground and thumped like a ripe melon. Two hits. Dog hit him, he hit the deck. (laughs) Employee number one did not have his carrier's satchel bag, thereby depriving him of the ability to defend defend himself in the event of an animal attack as he was trained by his employer. Wouldn't you keep that, like, on your belt or something? Or in your pocket? The bag? Oh, it over your shoulder. No. You could just stuff that in the fucking dog's mouth. No, like the pepper spray. Because, like, what if you, like... Nobody mentioned any pepper spray, but you idiots. Like, what if you hit the fucking dog with a bag, or, like, you drop the bag, and you're fucked? Well, it didn't matter. He didn't have the bag to drop. He was pretty fucked. Interviews with mail carriers revealed there is no enforcement of the U.S. Postal Service's own policy for letter carriers to use the satchel at all times on walking routes as a means of a shield against dog attacks. The plot thickens. Okay, initial penalty and current penalty differ. We're going to make this easy for you. Car... Yes. Was the current penalty more or less than $5,000? Less. Less. You win. Very good. 
The initial penalty, $8,500. Current penalty, $2,625. Stick that in your fucking satchel. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Sorry, Jack. J- e. E? Sorry, Jack. And Edgic. We no longer have to go to the darts. Pick a number between one and three. Two. The category is... Tire. I'm tired. Does that count? Can we do a summary number? Yes, please. 132558.015. At 12.30 a.m. That's just after midnight. On January 20th, 2021. This happened not too long ago. An employee was preparing an aircraft tire to be removed from the split rim system by usual... Oh. <laughs> yep. Oh. By utilizing a pneumatic air gun, pliers slash grips, a pry bar, and a Toyota-powered industrial truck. P.I.T. Oh, so he has a, the whole fucking menagerie out there. The P.I.T. was used to hold the tire in an upright position between the forks. The split rim system is held together by bolts that go through the inner side to the outer side where lug nuts are located. When installing tires onto the rims, the lug nuts are tightened and then secured by cotter pins. Yeah. The tire pressure had not been relieved prior to the employee removing the cotter pins on the lug nuts. When a sufficient number of cotter pins were removed, there was a catastrophic seal failure and a resultant release of intense pressure, which resulted in both halves of the tire rim to become projectiles. Pew pew! The employee was struck by one half of the split rim and was thrown approximately 23 feet into adjacent metal tire racks, suffering blunt force injuries to the torso, extremities, and head, killing him. Jesus Christ. The employee struck the racks with enough force to break the welds on the metal racking system and subsequently hit the ground. Good fucking Christ. The inner projectile rim traveled an additional 40 feet, coming to rest approximately 6 feet outside of the shop's rolling doors. The other half of the rim went through two industrial workshop tables coming to rest below the second table. Mother Christ. How much pressure was actually in that tire? Well, I mean, you got to think, it's enough to hold up a fucking airplane. Yeah, I don't think they do 32 PSI in those sons of bitches. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Okay, there were five serious penalties. The initial and current penalty are the same and was not reduced. All the guy needed to do was just open the valve, take out the fucking little thing. You know what? He probably didn't do it because it probably takes valve stem. Takes the a valve lot. Stem, take probably takes valve. a lot of time to do that. I mean, would you rather have it take more time? Or well, I think in retrospect, he probably into a fucking rack and break out all the welds. Well, nobody wants to be split like a walnut at work. You won the last round, right? Yeah. That means you don't get to pick because I'm going to be fair to this guy, Jack. Nice. Yes. I've already mentioned the initial and current penalty match. Are they more or less than $48,000? Less. They're more. $48,761. Congratulations, Carr. Two for two. This is a runaway. To be fair, though, if they had a little warning label on that tire, he wouldn't have died. He would need a label to tell him to read the label. That's fair. I'm pretty sure there was a warning on the tire. But it was all black. Black on black. You can't read that shit. Well, maybe it was a white wall tire. I don't think it matters at a certain point. 
Okay, we're gonna we're gonna throw this one out to the audience. I, I feel bad. This is a runaway game. Um, what do you think, folks? Should uh, should we give Jack a freebie? Should we make one a just for Jack? Okay, we're back to darts. <laughs> <laughs> That's some bullshit. Put them in your hand and toss them. Red Ooh. dart. Red dart. Red dart. Who threw the red dart? I did, apparently. He's colorblind. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Who threw the dark gray dart? I did. Forklift. Neck. Pinch. Here we go. Do you want to hear another dog story? No, no, no. Tell me about the forklift story in California, please. <laughs> Inspection number 120-374-640. Ooh, this is at a boat place in Bloomington, Minnesota. Employee number one, comma, untrained, comma, <laughs> was operating a forklift in a retail marine outside storage area. The forklift had numerous defects and had alterations not approved by the manufacturer. When employee they fucking num- welded a fucking cage on it. Shark cage. When employee number one got off the running forklift, he did not set the parking brake. Employee number one was found in a seated position with the left <laughs> fork pinning his neck against a stack of new boats. The county coroner has ruled that his ship has sailed, and his death was due to asphyxiation. Fuck. Okay. There was an initial penalty and it was reduced. Was the initial penalty Jack? Yes. $9,425 or $9,420? $9,420. You, sir, won. Very well done. You want to double your money? Yeah, what the hell? The current penalty was drastically reduced. What do you think the current penalty is? Uh, can I I get reminded of the initial penalty, please? 9,420. And I will tell you, the current penalty includes one of those numbers. 9,420. Let's see. I'm going to go with $3,640. Zero. Congratulations, car. It's been a runaway. (laughs) It's just been a runaway train. I've been so excited to be basking your glory. Oh, it, yeah. It's so nice of you to meet me. Well, that's it. Uh, what was the name of your charity again? Butt plugs for anal <laughs> defectives? No, no. It was uh, tent removal for the homeless. Tent removal for the homeless. What methodology do they typically employ? Front end loader. Leaf yeah. blowers, blowtorch, <laughs> front end loaders. Interesting. You know that forklift in the last story? We just get one of those and just... Ah, hence the shark cage. Hence the shark cage, yeah. Well, E-Jack, you late. You've been a hell of a contestant. its uh, I won't say it's been an honor, but it's been nice to have you here. Do you have any parting words for the studio audience? Um, yeah, fuck y'all. All of them? Every one of them. What, somebody was rooting for you in the back. No, that was actually me. Oh. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and tune in next time. I was going to say next week, but we don't know when the fuck anything's going to happen around here. For employee number one, the Industrial Accident Podcast. Ta-ta. Farewell. Fuck y'all. Ah!